Welcome to the Get Emergent podcast. This is a podcast about leadership development, improving communication, and enhancing team performance. I'm Cindy Massengill. And I'm Ralph Simone. And today our topic is about leadership fundamentals, getting back to the basics. We were inspired by this topic because we were sharing stories about our holidays. This was an interesting year, right? Very different. And uh, I was really inspired by two things that I got back to that I haven't done in a number of years. Mm-hmm. And, and one of them was handwritten notes in, in holiday cards. And the second one, which might seem <laughs> really corny, was setting up the train set around the Christmas tree. And that's nice. an activity. It's an activity that my son and I did when he was like five years old. And now we did it again when he's 22. How about for you? Yeah, so that's really nice. Going into the holidays, I wasn't alone in this dialogue in my head. I was, you know, I was really focused, not proud to say this, but really focused on what I wasn't able to do. You know, I was disappointed in not going to some holiday parties. I was disappointed in not making my pilgrimage to the big shopping mall and doing all my shopping. Mm. I was disappointed and, you know, just a lot of that social gathering stuff that goes with the holidays. And what I found my mantra over the holidays was I want to have the optimism to really appreciate a new version of the holidays. And I did appreciate it was much simpler. You know, we, it wasn't a big family gathering on Christmas, but my sister came over and we had a really nice dinner. We had a great, the day went by really fast. It was nice. It was calm. It was simple. You know, mm. it was, I really enjoyed it. And I think kind of like you, it's kind of stuck with me. I've been thinking about how we can carry over what felt really good about the holidays, the simpleness, the basics and how we can carry that into this year, leadership development's always in the forefront of our mind. Yeah. The word simple and simplify, simplify has been one of my words for past years, reminds me of a famous quote from Thoreau, simplify, 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 make the affairs of your life number one and two. And I think that's part of this podcast, getting back to basics, and it's not simplifying to accomplish less, it's getting back to basics and simplifying to accomplish more and to make more of an impact. Leaders take on so much. They have so much on their plate, on their shoulders, especially in this complex world right now. And I love these five areas that we want to talk about today around helping leaders get back to the fundamentals, getting back to basics. Why don't we get into them? So here's the five. The first is being authentic. Number two is how to communicate. Third is agility or adaptability, if that word's better for you. Four, team builder. And five, driving performance. So what do we mean when we're talking about being authentic as it relates to back to basics, Cindy? This one absolutely also has to be number one. I mean, how can you lead with greatness if you haven't identified what drives you as a leader, what defines you as a leader? It's almost like, what are your values and what's most important for you? What do you want to be known for in your leadership? What do you want people to know about you as a leader? 
I don't mean personal background or your professional experience. What I'm talking about is I heard the saying, what will you go to the top of the mountain for? Yeah. Right. Right. Well, these are like guiding values and it, it helps us be congruent, right? It's hard to be congruent with our behavior if we don't, if we're not clear on what that looks like. One of our coaching clients years ago, I love the story when I showed up for one of the coaching meetings He told me that the day before he had spent helping the maintenance staff clean some of the patient rooms, he was at the time he was a COO of a hospital. And I wasn't even surprised that he had done that. Most people would have, right? I wasn't even surprised because I remember when we first met, he said, Cindy, here's what you got to know about me. You've got to know that I don't want to be the kind of leader that just sits in an office like I'm on a cloud and doesn't pay attention to what's going on at all levels of the organization. You know, he really wanted to stay connected with everyone, not just the C-suite and the directors of the organization. And that just said a lot about him. And I think he was authentic. Yeah. He knew exactly who he wanted to be as a leader. It's like boots on the ground. In order to know if your organization is moving in the direction of your vision, you got to be in touch with what's going on. And I think it's also about being authentic with you know, our feedback and letting people know where we stand and where they stand, which I think is another aspect of it, which I think leads into our, our second getting back to basic fundamental, which is how we communicate. Just paying attention, you know, when we say communication, we're talking about both what we're giving out or what we're sending, and then also what we receive from people in the form of listening. One of the ways that you really find out the effectiveness of both sending and receiving is asking people, how are they experiencing you? Mm-hmm. And how did they experience that last conversation? Or how do they experience that last communication that you sent out? We need to pay more attention to what we're doing when we are having interactions with other people. You know, nowadays, there's so much happening on the screen. You can tell immediately when someone's not really looking at you on on a Zoom or a Teams meeting, right? They're, They're looking behind you, typing an email or whatever, right? And that says a lot about the quality of the communication and just being present. No question. I mean, getting back to basics is about paying attention. My mantra that I've been experimenting with the last 60 days is present, kind, curious, and helpful. But this idea of being really present and, you know, getting back to basics, the digital age has confused that a little bit. You know, I actually like to mix it up by picking up the phone, less email and just more voice to voice Perfect. Maybe screen to screen during the pandemic, but conversation, that's the basics. And uh, for me, that creates connection. Another back to basic in this idea of being clear communicators is stop talking, right? Just stop talking and just listen. So I'm laughing. I was doing a webinar yesterday and it was a follow-up. It was really a group learning session And I got feedback real time live (laughs) that I wasn't allowing enough time for silence. 
And oh, wow. uh, yeah, yeah, it was it was it was good. I, I was a little uh, wounded by it, but but I recovered nicely and I built it into the rest of the webinar because the, the observation was I was asking a question. And then not waiting long enough to give people a chance to think through it. So they didn't have enough time to receive and then send. And it was really, really well done. I, I, you know, I would say the person was practicing the first basic. They were being authentic. And uh, I, I found it helpful. And what I love about that is that you are being adaptable or agile and you change, which takes us to our third kind of back to basic is being adaptable or having more agility in the way that we lead. Well, it took me back to, uh, if we go to authentic, one of my values is I want to contribute. And the process I was using wasn't optimizing my contribution. And so that was why I was more, I think, more willing to be agile, right? I, I wanted them to experience me as someone who is committed to making a contribution. Well, when we talk about agility or adaptability, I I love these two words together. The very first thing that comes to mind, if it's just something very basic, I'd like to see leaders be more courageous in being directive. You know, there's a lot of people who micromanage out there and there's some strong pros to doing that depending on the situation, I guess. But sometimes I don't think we are directive enough or people don't know how to be directive in an effective way. And when we say directive, it's being clear about what we want, why it's important and when we need it. And I think I'm reminded it's very hard to negotiate with somebody that is not clear on what he or she wants. And so we're not helping people by avoiding this directive behavior of what we want, why it's important, and when we need it by. You cross the line to the negative impacts of micromanaging when you start getting into the how, right? Like telling people how to do their job, that's when you start getting the eye rolls and the the walkaways because now you're getting into a place and it does start feeling like micromanaging. One of my favorite managers early in my career, he used to put projects on my plate that just felt way too big. Mm. And, but I trusted there was a reason why he'd asked me, but he'd always do it in this format. He'd tell me what we're doing. He'd tell me why we were doing it. And he'd tell me why he wanted me specifically to lead whatever it is he was putting on my plate. And then he'd say, let me know how I can help. And that was it. Nice. It was, I felt stretched and sometimes a little bit uncomfortable, but I always felt like there was some really good growth out of every single project that he put on my plate. I love that example, context, belief, and support. Yeah. I love it. it. I love how you summarized that. Going to number four is around building teams. Great way to scale. I, I think we, you know, one of the things that's occurred to me lately is we overuse the word team to the point that it kind of loses some meaning, but, but really being a true team builder, which in our minds means, right, a multiplier. It means, right, bringing out the full potential of not only individuals, but of these collective teams of people. Our listeners know that we've done a lot of podcasts on teams and what really creates or makes high-performing teams. But from an individual leadership development or a back to basics, we've got to stop for a minute and step back and really think about 
what are we doing to contribute and making the people that are trusting in us be a high performing team? What would be a tip around that though? Because I think that that is something that leaders struggle with. I mean, I think we struggle with how to scale our own leadership, but how do we make teams more effective, increase their capacity and capability to get results? You know, I'd like to see leaders more often have conversations about the relationships on the team. I mean, that's the first place to start is either addressing relationship issues or changing the dynamics of how the individuals on our teams work together. You know, a lot of times what creates the distance on our team is because there isn't a specific goal that aligns everyone together. No, no, no question. You know, outside of the relationships, you really got to make sure that there is one target that everybody on the team can, I love to use this term, they all can bite their teeth into it. They all get it. Some ownership. And this one links to the fifth one of driving performance, but it's this idea of being authentic and direct about those relationships and then having a really clear target that everybody's aligned around, which, which does, I think, lead us to our fifth one around driving performance. Back to basics. We got to give more feedback. We are not doing that enough. And I, I'm using the pronoun of we because I don't either. <laughs> I don't. And I think starting this new year and thinking about my and our clients' leadership and getting back to basics, that's one thing I would really hope for them this year is that they have a mechanism for giving more feedback. I love that. I think getting back to basics is sharing what's on your mind, positive and constructive, that will drive performance. Forget about all these fancy ways of learning how to give feedback. Just give it, (laughs) you know, and let's not overcomplicate it. Let's not overthink it. Let's just give the feedback on a regular basis that will drive performance. I talked to a client who was wanting to give some feedback to someone on his team for three months, three months, we were talking about it. Uh, don't be in a hurry. What, you, what are you, what are you waiting for? You don't need a meeting right now in their defense, the new way that we're working on, you know, virtually you don't have those spontaneous collisions in the hallway or yeah. by the coffee pot. Right. True. So I, I totally get that, but don't wait. It can be a phone call. It doesn't have to be a formalized event on your calendar. It's a phone call that says, I want to offer some feedback because I see more in you. Yeah. And and stop getting ready to get ready and trust your instinct, which I think is another aspect of our, our first getting back to basics around being authentic, kind of trust it, go with it, learn from it. Don't overthink it. So on feedback, the two words we like to use are generous and frequent. So quantity and quality and often, right? So generous and frequent. That's how you get better delivering it, practicing it. And that's how people get more aligned around how their performance supports the overarching goals of the organization. It's perfect. We wanted to offer five recommendations, one recommendation for each of the fundamentals that we just talked about, but one 
kind of like an easy recommendation for what people could take action on, like right after they listen to this podcast. Yeah, and because what we know is if we're going to transform our leadership and our teams and our organizations, we have to take theory and turn it into action. So what is the, what's the one tip we'd give around being authentic? Here's what I recommend. The next time you are in your car for a drive that is, let's say, 15 minutes or longer, dedicate that time to think about two things, two attributes or characteristics that you believe are a hallmark of your leadership or that you want to be a hallmark of your leadership? What are the two things that you absolutely want people to know you for as a leader? Just think about it in the car on your next car ride that's longer than 15 minutes. Is it okay if I do it on my next walk? Because I don't think I had a car or ride walk. Yeah. in the last couple months longer than 15 minutes. So, all right, I'll do it on my walk. How about in the second area of how we communicate? What's one tip we would give our, our listening leaders? So I think people actually need to get some feedback about how others are receiving them in their communication, both like written communication, like in an email, and then just having a conversation, whether it's in person or by Zoom. So the recommendation is go to somebody that you trust and ask them over the next week or so to give you some feedback about how they're experiencing you through email and just in dialogue, you know, get some feedback. And I think what we've learned is if you can have the conversation over sending the email, you probably will mitigate misunderstanding and strengthen buy-in and alignment. We had an interesting example in our business just this morning. So I think that's a good one. How about in the agility or adaptability? What, what mm -hmm. would we suggest is the behavior or practice there. Take some advice from one of the greatest managers that I had early in my career. Format your conversation with someone in the what, why, and when. You know, try to sharpen up your requests and be a little bit more directive with what we're doing, why we're doing it, when it's needed, and move on and see how that feels. You know, just kind of play around with that and experiment with that model. So we actually see the agility in this one is being clearer, less right. open-ended. And that's really, that's an interesting one. And I think one that uh, I need to try on for size. I like that. How about in the fourth area of team builder? What would we recommend? we're going to take a cue from our team forward offering. The place you got to start is team vision. And this is an exercise that we love to do because it really gets people on board and aligned with how we are operating as a team. So um, have a the recommendation is have a conversation with your team and have the topic of the conversation solely be around what is our team vision? What does it look like when our team is operating on all cylinders and we are hitting it out of the ballpark? What's the vision? And do a little creative writing, create a vision statement that everyone contributes to and also supports. I love that idea because all significant change and transformation starts with a vision. 
followed by commitment and people are more committed to something that they've contributed to. And then followed by practices, consistent practices that they can do day in and day out. Really good. So how about driving performance? What would we offer? For driving performance, how about this? Commit to having two conversations. One conversation with someone that works for you around their performance and have another conversation about their development. Maybe it's a different mm. person, right? Mm. But have one, commit to having one performance conversation and one development conversation within the next seven days. I really like that. You know, this whole conversation about getting back to basics re- reminded me of a story when I was training in the martial arts. This probably goes back about 15 years ago. And we invited a 10th degree black belt named Jun Ri from Washington, D.C. to give this seminar. And after he did the seminar, he was taking questions. And, and one of the questions was about advanced techniques in the martial arts. And he simply replied that there is no such thing as advanced techniques. Mm-hmm. There's simply refinement of the basics. Awesome. And that's really stuck with me because that's really our call to action for leaders is let's get back to basics and do this blocking and tackling in these five areas consistently and clearly. I love it. That's a gr- what a great story. What a great story. I hope our listeners stay with us this year. Come back for more episodes of this Get Emergent podcast, including the Driving Leadership Series with our partner, Bill Berthel. If you're wanting to hear more about getting back to the basics and the fundamentals of leadership, go to our website, getemergent.com, and you can read all about our Emergent Leader training. 